lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again, and we have a very fun one in store for all of y'all today. Uh, my guest this week, of course, is the one and only Barbie Boy, um, <laughs> a wrestler coming out of Southern California. Um former champion, multi-time champion at Millennium uh, Pro Wrestling down in the LA area. Also former uh, tag team champion in Full Queer, um, holding those uh, Sylvester and um, Harvey Milk tag team championships there. Uh, but a lot of the conversation today is going to be focused on a new promotion that he has founded and it's going to make its debut down in Chatsworth, California, just outside of LA. Um called Alliance for All Wrestling, uh, another new inclusive uh, pro wrestling promotion that is focused on featuring talents from various marginalized and underrepresented communities in the pro wrestling space, along with the strong allies that support them. Um, it's a really great concept. Obviously, we've, we've seen this become more and more of a focus within the pro wrestling space, whether it be established promotions taking on this more widened view of representation within their pro their promotions and their presentations, but also companies specific like AFA, like Pride Style, um, like so, like a number of others that have been focused from day one on inclusivity and, and promoting spaces where you know there is nothing holding anyone back there. So it's it's really cool to see. I'm really glad that I got the chance to sit down and talk to Barbie Boy all about that, as well as his time in wrestling. We do get into, um, you know, some about his his time with MPW and some other places, and just his his pro wrestling journey here, seven ish years on now since <laughs> since stepping into the ring for the first time. So it was a really great conversation. I'm really excited to share it with all of y'all there. Before we get to that, though, um, I do just want to touch on a, a small bit of housekeeping for this month. Obviously, um, we have our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LGBTRingPod, where, of course, if you, if you want to support the show, you can join the roster of lovelies at the $3 tier and have your name included on every episode of this show that goes out onto the airwaves alongside people like uh, Zach Walker, uh, Alex E., Val Capone and Jerry Legend, uh, so you can join in that way and support in that way, and and that's kind of our our um, thank you, our our I hesitate to say the word kickback because that just that's a, such a it's not a, the exact thing that we're trying to do here with that, but it's more so just like a, a show of, of gratitude and appreciation and recognition for for supporting us in that way, but. At the $5 tier is our bonus love tier, and that's where all of our bonus monthly shows, uh, which right now is mainly consisted of required reading, uh, which is a show that we do monthly, um, you know, myself and my good friend and collaborator Hollis, where we take pro wrestling and, and film and put them in conversation with one another. And I just, normally I talk about the Patreon and some of the, the stuff that we're doing over there and, and announce like what the episodes of Required Reading are going to be at the end of the show. But I felt like I wanted to talk about it up front before we get into the conversation because I feel like 
what we've decided to do for February is honestly one of the more important uh, ideas that has surfaced since uh, starting the show last year. And honestly, one that's been kind of like eating at me for multiple years at this point. Um, because, you know, a few years back, I wrote an article about Sandy Parker um, for Outsports. And obviously, I'm not the only person that's ever written about Sandy Parker. There are plenty of articles out there that have come out over the last like decade or so, kind of chronicling her career and her accomplishments and and that sort of thing, and and what she has meant not just to you know, um, Afro Canadian or Black uh, women's wrestling over the over the last like 50, 60 some odd years now, but also to like queer pro wrestling and specifically queer Black female pro wrestling. So, you know, there's been discussions about her, but. I know the minute that I stopped um, writing that article, stopped is a weird word. The minute I finished, the minute I finished writing that article, um, you know, her story and, and her accomplishments and everything that, that she has meant to pro wrestling and has really stuck with me over the years. And I know whenever I finished writing that article, the film that there was a film that popped up in my brain that just immediately like connected these threads for me. Um, and that is Cheryl Dunier's uh, debut feature, The Watermelon Woman. And so if you're familiar with that film, I think you can maybe see some of the connections that was as to why that film popped up in my head and has not left my brain when thinking about Sandy Parker since then. And so that's going to be our required reading episode. For February, it's going to be we're looking at Sandy Parker. Um, we have a, we have a specific match picked out. Um, not going to necessarily reveal what that match is yet, but um, we're going to be talking about that match, that Sandy Parker match alongside Cheryl Dunier's The Watermelon Woman. Um, yeah, so I felt like that that didn't need to be left for the for the end of the episode. I think that that's one of those that it's been kind of sitting with me for three years at this point, and I'm glad that we're able to finally get that discussion out of my brain and put it onto tape or whatever the digital version of tape is. I don't know. I speak in analog at times. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean. I'm glad we're going to be able to have that conversation here on, on the show, and so definitely keep an eye out for when that drops on the Patreon over at patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. Yeah. Well, with that uh, said, let's jump into my conversation with Barbie boy. What's up guys, gals and non-binary pals. Welcome back to LGBT in the ring. I'm very pleased to have as my guest this week, someone who has been making a name for himself across Southern California, as well as other parts of, of the West Coast uh, in the pro wrestling space. Former two-time MPW heavyweight champion, former MPW tag team champion, former full queer uh, Sylvester and Harvey Milk tag team champion, um, but also the founder of a brand new wrestling promotion out in SoCal that is going to be having their first show coming up here on February 29th 
very opportunistic day since it's a leap year this year to throw that out there. The Alliance for All Wrestling. Um, please welcome Barbie Boy to the show. How are you doing today, Barbie? Good. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I will say this is the first time I've had like an interview where I'm just, you know, normally when you're just talking to somebody, you use a, a like a a surname or something like that, you know, and yeah. I'm just going to be calling you Barbie. And that's very yeah. fun for me. Yeah, that is my name. <laughs> it's very, I love the whimsy in it. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm here for it. No one ever calls me by anything else, like my shoot name or whatever you want to say. But I'm always, <laughs> I always introduce myself as Barbie. Um, I just thought it was more fun that way, you know, to keep everything exciting and stuff like that. And also my shoot name is very common. So I was like, oh, well, there will never be another Barbie. That's a boy. Hopefully, <laughs> so, <laughs> it just make it easier, and I think it's more fun. I think I get a lot of cute little nicknames. Like Milo calls me Barbara Jean. Um, I get called <laughs> Babs, Barb's. So mm -hmm. it's it makes it exciting. So I like it. I think it's funny. No, I'm here for it too. Like anything to help you stand out, and even if there is another one that comes on the line, you are the first. You are the first <laughs> Barbie boy. There's so many Barbies, but I was like, ready? Like in this space, I'll be one of the few. There'll be other ones in there somewhere, but it's fine. Exactly. We, we could exactly. be sisters, brothers. We could be anything together. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of pro wrestling, right? Yeah. Yes. Build a family, build a community, and then have exactly. the community go out and express and build more more people that want to be in that space, which yeah. I think is a perfect starting off point to talk about AFA. You know, we'll get more into your career a bit here in a little bit, but AFA is a pretty big step for you. You know, you've been in the ring, you know, I want to say you started training in what, 2017? Correct? 2018, 2017? Yeah, I think this is year around, yeah. Yeah, so you've been you've been in the ring for about seven years now, but now you're taking the jump into promotion. Here. Yes, <laughs> and that is a sure that, is, that is a big jump, obviously, for anyone who who has been in the pro wrestling space as a wrestler and is and has made that that leap. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking on Instagram a little bit before we um when we were scheduling this interview and everything like that, and you mentioned that this is something that you've been wanting to do for a while, but we're just waiting yeah. for the right timing for it. So, like, how long yeah. does the idea for AFA go back for you? Wow. Um, I think I had it back in like 2021. I had it like like not like AFA, but like what I wanted to do. But I think I always knew I wanted to do something like Alliance for All, but um when I first started wrestling you know I don't really know anything um <laughs> I don't know what's going on and so once I started wrestling more and then the pandemic and everything just kind of changed and stuff so around like 2021 is when I was like oh I think I can do that like let's let's see what I can do so I've had it for a little bit the first people I will say to give them a cute little shout out was Johnny Robbie and Milo they were the mm -hmm. first ones to know ever what my ideas and what my heart was and what I wanted to do with this. So I'll give them a little shout out. Those, those are my girls. Now you mentioned that like the idea back then in 2021 wasn't necessarily like AFA. It was just, yeah. you know, what, what did it look like back then and, and how did it kind of evolve into what we're going to be seeing now come uh, February 29th? I think back then I didn't really know what I wanted, like the theme or like the mantra or the idea behind it. I just wanted to create a different kind of show, but not a different show. Cause I think all those shows are great. I honestly didn't really know. I did want it to be very LGBT, like in the community based somehow, but I didn't want it to be only that. 
Because I think for me personally, like where I was trained at and where my school and everyone I was around, I was pretty much the only gay person. And so without my straight allies, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I didn't want it to be only LGBT. I wanted to be about everyone. I think that's where the alliance came in later. But I didn't really know that at the time. But then alliance came. Hmm. <laughs> only a few, maybe six months ago, the name came. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it, it doesn't matter when the name comes, as long as it, as long as it, it came from, I think another shout out. I'm all about giving the shout outs to people who deserve it. I was on my way home from a show in San Diego with Maximilian Montclair and we were just kind of talking about it and the name came. So I have to give him a huge shout out because he helped me create that name on the way home at like 10 o'clock at night after Denny's listening to Kesha and like Kim Petras and all the girly bot bands and he was just hey let's do this this is a good good name there are worse spaces to draw inspiration within <laughs> yeah the, you know <laughs> i can imagine like, a drive yeah. home from san diego with kim petras blair and i'm i'm into yeah i'm into that <laughs> yeah we had a good time so we collaborated together so i have to give him a huge shout out for that so thank you maximilian montclair who's in my show that'd be really messed up if uh... <laughs> I was about to say, like he is on the show. I know Milo's on the show. Johnny is not on on the show this time around, but no. I'm sure I'm sure that will be rectified down the line, though. Yes, you know, once she is ready, I would mm-hmm. love. She was a part of the OG car conversation about it. So. <laughs> it so. seems like there's there's a lot of people that are like you know coming from like that that MPW kind of community that you just kind of you know really has become like your home base in the pro yeah. wrestling space that have influenced this promotion mm-hmm. as well, you know, either from like, you know, naming or like discussing and that sort of thing, like what you want it to be like how, am, and not, not to mention the fact that the show itself is happening at like the building that MPW yeah. regu- regularly runs at in Chatsworth. Right. Yeah. Yes, it is. How, how important is the influence of, of MPW and your own time and experience there been on the desire to create a space like this? That's a really deep, good question, because my start in wrestling was technically at Millennium Pro Wrestling, but under different people who aren't there now or and mm-hmm. were not associated with, like, Ray and the brothers and all the people that were in the same building. So, like, back then there was the, a di- we were in, like, Moore Park, a different, whole different city, and there was someone else I was with that wasn't associated with anyone else. So when I was actually at MPW, I didn't even know anyone else. I didn't know the people who are there now. Oh, wow. I like, I like knew of them and stuff, but it was very like secluded. And so then when I finally got with them and I was no longer with the first person, um, everything changed for me. And so they became like my whole family. If that makes sense. It was very, <laughs> it's very, very interesting start. And so the other person was gone and left. And then I went into when they moved to Chatsworth, where they are now. I met Ray, Ray Rosas, the Brothers Divine, Diego Valens, Mickey Rose, like everyone from there. And then I kind of stayed with them and had just was part of their family then from then on. So what were the differences like in environment between that original MPW that you were in versus the one that, you know, obviously like you you entered and became more like a, a key part of, at least from like from the outside looking in for myself, like it really feels like you're a key part of what MPW has become over the last two years. Yes. I would like yeah. to say so. I think so. <laughs> um, but you know, the difference was, you know, I don't want to speak ill upon anyone before, you know, mm. um, it's different. 
Um, it was rocky, I will say. Um, not as LGBT friendly without saying too much. It was just not the correct environment that was needed in wrestling. And so um, once I got to the new group of people, it was LGBT friendly. I was very welcomed and they protected me. They had my back and all those people now have become my family now. So. Mm. I yeah. mean, that's, that's awesome <laughs> to hear. I'm glad yeah. that that transition happened there. I'm glad that things yeah. got better. That's what we yes. always want to see. <laughs> yes. Things are in the past, you know, and I don't want to like things happened and some people, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you don't, you don't want to hold on to those things. No, wanna, yeah, no, but it definitely made me, I think that it being rocky and maybe not as LGBT friendly and just not as welcoming. I think that was a big, um, like jump start to why I created this Alliance for All because I wanted to create a safe space for others. Mm. So in a promotion setting, not like a school setting. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense, you know, because like, you know, in like looking into the, the LA scene, proper like like i haven't in like the past few years as i've like tried to you know broaden the scope of what i watch like it really feels like a lot of what we've seen in terms of like lgbtq acceptance and lgbtq identities being presented on pro wrestling cards has really been focused more on santino bros mm. or more so you know like because obviously some of the people that have come out of that school you know like darwin finch and kid bandit and that sort of thing, you know, yeah. and as well as, you know, Mariah Moreno's association with them as well. Absolute legend. Um, yes. Trailblazer for the industry, for, for our community. Uh, love. Yes. How important was it for you, like, you know, as you described, like being one of, if not the only, you know, LGBTQ person in that MPW space for a while, um, how, was there like a sense of responsibility that you took on that has kind of translated into wanting to, to do this? You know, when I was, when I was first there, um, there was another one um, who I love, Cody, Cody Prince. Um, but the, he wasn't as consistent. He, um, he had some injuries and some stuff unfortunately happened. So he's not always was there. But when I was there, you know, yeah, I guess I did that. I wanted to show that we could be in the ring and we were just as equal as anyone else. Um, I think because I came from a dance background where it was very competitive and, harsh as well and just in its own form but yeah when I was at MPW I was very scared for a while to be who I was um but I always knew I was Barbie I guess mm -hmm. I always I always I came into it knowing I'm gonna be Barbie boy that was something that I was very stuck on um because when I was pitched from um some other characters and I was like no that was the only really time in the beginning of my career I was like no I am Barbie like mm -hmm. I can make this work um, but yeah, you know, MPW, there wasn't a lot. Um, so I really wanted to do the community proud, but I also want to do myself proud, you know, and my mentors and so that I could do it and I belonged in there. And yeah, I was a little scared and nervous for a long time and stuff, but I, it just meant a lot to me being in the ring because I wanted to be a wrestler since I was a little kid. So and then doing it as myself, because Barbie's pretty much me, <laughs> times <laughs> a thousand, I guess. But yeah, no, I, I really wanted to do the community justice. I did it meant a lot to me. Mm. I, I want to get back to like some of the ideas of like, you know, inclusion, not just with, you know, having queer people on the show, but you yeah. know, this idea of the alliance and this sort of thing. But mm -hmm. you just brought up like you, whenever you went to MPW, like you only wanted to be Barbie. Yeah. Where did, obviously there's, obviously there's an inspiration in yeah. terms of <laughs> the, <laughs> who we know colloquially as Barbie. Yeah. But 
for you specifically, like what made you kind of like dead set on like, no, I'm, I'm going to be Barbie boy. Like this is who I I'm going to be in the pro wrestling space, no matter what anybody else tries to push me towards. I think I grew up loving Barbie. I was one of those boys that <laughs> was Barbie. I loved Barbie. I loved pink. And I, I don't know. I've always loved Barbie. And so once like wrestling came into my life, uh, I used to work at Toys R Us. And I used to work in the Barbie section because I loved it. But I also work in the wrestling section because I love wrestling. So I was like, oh, my God, there's no Barbie wrestler, like, in the, in the, in the toy set part of it. And I was like, I want to be Barbie boy. I think that's fun. I, did, I was just more like, it's going to be fun. And her slogan is, you can be anything. So I was like, Barbie can be a professional wrestler. And I thought it was girly and fun because I am naturally more girly and pink and sparkles and glitter. So I was like, oh. I'll just do this. And then the movie came out and then my career was going to be <laughs> skyrocketed <laughs> from there. So. I mean, yes, it, it is always nice to have like something cultural like that yeah. in the zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> even if you love or hate Barbie, everyone knows a Barbie. And I think what I liked was that if you heard my entrance song, Barbie Girl, and it played, I always wait like 10 seconds before I come out with my lights and I have the lights off and stuff. If you never see me wrestle and you don't know who I am, and then I come out to Barbie Girl, I think that's a hilarious pop that like, oh, here's a six foot tall, big dude coming out to Barbie <laughs> Girl. I think that's like a very fun, like, intro. I'm just skipping around and stuff like that. So I like that kind of aesthetic that it was kind of shocking if you never see me live before. Mm -hmm. We we love subversion here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially good, healthy subversion. Yes, I was like, look, here I am with my lights <laughs> and my little pink outfits, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, a, a lot of the the thought process behind AFA like really is tied to that alliance mm -hmm. word, like like you said, and and we've seen that kind of pop up more so in recent years as we've seen more promotions, you know, start up or embrace this the idea of inclusion. And not just, you know, focused on like a soul community, but kind of, you know, wanting to feature a myriad of people yeah. from underrepresented places. You know, I, I look at a place like Full Queer, like Pride Style, you know, Hood Slam obviously has always been yeah. a place that is really focused on, you know, featuring underrepresented populations on their shows as well. Yes. Um, we're, and obviously you've worked for all three of those places <laughs> in the past. Yes. Um, very very, very yes. grateful for some of those places. <laughs> yes. Um, whenever you're entering a space like that, is that a place that you're like, not necessarily like pulling inspiration from, but you're seeing like, oh, an idea like this can work and be successful to the extent that these places, these places have been successful. Yeah. You know, I think it was just one of those things that my locker rooms that I was so used to, I was like one of the only ones. Yeah. So I came in like clackety clack, woo, here we go. Like, this is gonna be so fun. <laughs> and I'm making references that no one knows what I'm talking about. And like, just the way that I speak is just different. I'm like, yes, girl, work. Like, I'm just having, just being myself, but then going to a locker room where every, like more people are like that is very exciting <laughs> to like understand the pop culture references and like just kind of fun stuff. But it was fun being on the other spectrum when I was in locker rooms and they were talking about like the stereotypical, like football and the Rams and all these things. And I'm like, go cheerleaders. So it was like, I do like those other locker rooms and like, yeah, so there was inspiration from it all, I guess, from all the locker rooms I've been a part of, not just the ones that were more focused on like other representation. Mm. 
No, I mean, and I think that's a good perspective to have around these things. You know, you want to pull yeah. from as many places as possible. Yeah, that was the goal. And hopefully it turns out <laughs> the way I envisioned it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all the vision's always there until like that that first bell rings and everything hits the ground and then we see how the how the vision translates. So yeah. I, I have looking at the card that you put together though, I have faith in in the idea and, and that sort of thing. Like you've got a number of like the the heavy hitters of of the Los Angeles scene, you know, yeah. some other names from around like SoCal area, as well as some people from the Vegas area as well like i love seeing sandra moon and g sharp oh, on this love show them. love yes. them i'm arizona and i have norcal um i just mm-hmm. wanted to be from everywhere i think from what i'm hopefully i hope i got it right for the most part i do have a lot of representation from the la area from most major schools i hope i think i still i got mpw i have santino's i have knox pro mm-hmm. i have uh primal pro I had an SD Pro, and I have representation from VWE. I tried to get like all the local, the best <laughs> that I could to like represent. We can all do this together. You know that I wanted to bring out my the workers who I love and adore from like NorCal and Arizona and Vegas, the people that I've met. So I did my best to try to bring everyone together, and then I realized our locker room isn't known to be the biggest locker room size wise and then I, when i put the match like the poster out i was like oh no i have like 35 <laughs> talent in a locker room that can fit maybe 12 comfortably so i'm like we're really going to be aligned for all in that uh-huh. locker room for sure it's so, gonna be some very close relationships very building. close relationships i hope i hope everyone has a great time so we're really gonna be close now after this it's interesting to hear that you like made sort of a point of you know making sure there's at least like one person from all of these different schools and, and promotions and spaces within the LA area, because, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, I don't, you know, I, the only time I've really been around the LA scene was during WrestleMania last year. Yeah. Um, and which is a shame because I've tried to make it to the MPW show during that weekend. Um, I can attest to, I ran into Milo at the gay young classic and, oh, yeah. and she could attest. Like, I was like, I wish I could have got up to the MPW show. It was, was a great there. show. I got to wrestle Shane Haste. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes. I was about to say, like, when I saw that you were wrestling Shane Haste, I'm like, what? Okay. This is <laughs> this is interesting. New Japan yeah. Shane Haste. Like, yeah. WWE like, Shane Haste. <laughs> that was so fun. So fun. <laughs> but, you know, from the outside looking in, like, the LA scene, they, both geographically and like, I guess, promotion wise, everything feels very like sprawling and feels very like separated from one another in a way. Um, and and please correct me if I am wrong about that, that like presumption just from looking there, but was that something that you kind of wanted to like bridge those, those gaps in a way by having someone from like all these different places within the Los Angeles scene on this show? I think because Los Angeles is so big, but so small at the same time, you know, yeah. especially in, like wrestling and like, like there's so much wrestling in like little places around, even like in like San Bernardino County, Ventura County, there's so many places in the whole SoCal area, but I definitely did my best and I, f- I forgot a school promotion. I'm so sorry. I really was trying to get everyone as much as I could, but I think I really wanted to be where like we could all do this together. I feel like I'm very cheesy. And like, I just want to, we can all do it. We can all be friends. And there's obviously going to be drama and doesn't any world or any business. 
-hmm. but I'm definitely trying to create a safe and fun environment where people come in and it's like fun and you could just see people from other schools and other places around. And I wanted to be like a not the same people. So I think most of my matches are first time matchups. Yes. Like from, yeah. from looking through, like I have the, some of the announcements here pulled up, yeah. like you have Milo and Ray Rosas. I don't believe that match has ever happened No, it's before. never been done before. You got a personal favorite of mine, Richie Coy and Tyler Bateman. Uh, I love both of them. Yes. Yeah. Oh and then Sandra Moon versus Diego Valens. I'm very yes. excited for that one. Um, I love them both very dearly. Uh, me and Diego have been together since the beginning of my career, pretty much. So I think Diego Valens is very underrated. Mm. Uh, so talented. He's so talented. But also, what I do love more about him is that he is so genuine in the locker room and a genuine friend to me outside of the locker room as well. And so I think that's also very important in wrestling is that you may be great in the ring, but I also want people in the locker room who are going to bring good energy and be nice and sweet and fun. So that's what Diego Valens is. So I was like, was Sandra Moon? Amazing. I don't need to say anything. Like, exactly. And I was like, oh, her versus Diego? Like, that's so, I think people are, are like, what is that? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Even Milo and Ray to me is like, that's something that hasn't been done. But like, people are like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's yeah. No, I think that'll be a, a really fun match. You know, Ray's known for like that that intensity that he yeah. brings in the ring. And I think that Milo has that to her as well. But I think, you know, most of the work that she's been doing in Hood Slam as of late, where like she's been really visible there, it's been, you know, a bit more like it has some intensity to it, but it's also like very Hood Slam, if I can yeah. use it use the, as a descriptor. Yeah. yeah. And so like seeing her in like a different light going like, up against somebody like ray is like really really interesting and like for me personally it's more of like that's like my mentor versus like my best friend mm -hmm. which is so fun <laughs> i'm like you guys got it i don't have to do anything i'm also I'm, I'm excited for all the matches like even the tag match you know 24k who i think are also very underrated tag team um against zyra and kita such a random team but i was like oh that's kind of fun like mm -hmm. two different styles of people teaming together, especially a woman. I'm very big on women representation. Besides LGBT, I'm very big on women wrestling. That's why I became a wrestler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those were all my inspirations. So I did my best to bring in as much women as I could in the show. But I wanted to not always be a, the same kind of matches or like a women's match. I wanted to be like, let's everyone fight. Everyone go. Everyone, let's everyone do this. <laughs> No, I'm I'm with you, and I really like the pairing of them of them two as well because like I feel like you know it's it's kind of an odd pairing because like they've never teamed before. Like you you would think yeah. like you know if you've seen them like separately like you know it's it's not necessarily odd because of like a difference in style, but just because like yeah. you, they're both just accomplished singles wrestlers. Yeah, but their personalities in the ring, <laughs> yeah, go so well. If you want to talk about toxic? Come yeah, on now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, Kita. I love you. I love you to death. But I love whenever you are in the ring doing that that key to your heart, like yeah, you are you are toxic as hell. Yeah. And I think that you and, and Zyra work will work perfectly well together. And, and I've met them a few times and we shared locker rooms. And the, like I said before, they were so sweet and we became fast friends. And I was very grateful and I felt very I don't know what the word would be, but when I reached out to all these people for these bookings for the show, you know, they had no idea. Like we had no idea what was going to be. And like, this is a first time promotion and show. 
But everyone who I asked said yes, like immediately. Didn't fight me, didn't ask me any more questions. They were like, oh, anything, of course, I'll do that, I'll be there. Which made me feel so great on the inside that I was like, okay, like this is gonna be an even better locker room because everyone wants to be there, you know? And so mm -hmm. I, and I messaged Kita. They said, oh, I know you've been wanting to do something like this for the community for a long time. So I can't wait to be there. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I wanted to cry. I just get so emotional about these kinds of things. It meant a lot, so. No, I can understand that feeling, though. You know, whenever, yeah. you, especially when you put as much work as you do into something like this, like launching a brand new promotion like this, yeah. to, to see the, the positive response from the people that you want to be involved with it. Like, I'm sure that can, you know, be a very, like, emotional experience. Yeah, I think I cried the whole day I announced it. <laughs> I yeah. was like so like overwhelmed with the positive feedback that I received and the likes on Instagram and the follows and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to take time to get more and more, but I feel like so far it's been pretty successful and I'm very happy and I'm very grateful for all the fans and other wrestlers who have reached out and show their support and wrestlers who are coming just to come watch that message me. I think that's very special and that means a lot. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to LGBT in the Ring. We're just going to take a quick break here to let you know uh, ways that you can support the show. And say thank you to some very rad people that help make this show uh, as amazing as it is. Um, first off, if you would like to support the show, we are on Patreon now. Patreon.com slash LGBT Ring Pod. Multiple tiers there for everyone that feels so moved to support this show. We've got numerous uh, patron benefits over there, uh, including bonus shows that are going to be coming out on monthly, a uh, roundtable of those sort of things. So uh, definitely go over and check us out. Uh, again, patreon.com slash LGBTRingPod. Every single dollar that is... Uh, pledge there to support the show is very very humbling and we thank you we also have a, a merch store over on brainbuster tees go to brainbustertees.com and search lgbt in the ring uh you get t-shirts tank tops all kinds of good stuff and you know always looking at some new things as well but uh, definitely check us out on brainbuster tees there as well you can follow the show on social media as well we're everywhere um, that we have accounts. We're at LGBT RingPod. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, co-host, <laughs> Mastodon, whatever. We're there. Uh, so follow the show there. You can follow me at WonderboyOTM on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. We also want to give a huge thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme, uh, Formula 666, from the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSWBand, or you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp. Another great way to support the show uh, is over at independentwrestling.tv. Check out IWTV for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. You can use our code LGBTRingPod or visit uh, the URL, tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT. And uh, whenever you, uh, as long as you use that code to open your account and keep that active, we get a kickback from IWTV. So your subscription to watch all the great wrestling that we talk about on this show 
uh, goes to support the show as well. Thumbs up there. Of course, if you want to read more of my pro wrestling writing, you can check out outsports.com. And if you are into video games, I also co-host a video game news uh, Twitch stream every Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's called the Mr. Video Game Super Show. Um, I co-host that with uh, two dear friends and Twitch streamers, uh, Slacker Kite and Lady Merwin. Um, just run through the, the week's gaming news or we throw on a game and play and just have fun and be dumb. It's it's great. But uh, you can check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash Entertainment. Sun like the star. With that said, let's get back to the show. Another match I wanted to talk to you about, specifically because it's the match that you're in, and oh, you brought yes. up the fact that you know <laughs> Ray Ray is fighting your best friend, like your mentor mm-hmm. versus your best friend. Mm-hmm. You are getting the chance to step into the ring with two more of those mentors as well. I am with the divines. I am, yes, I am. Yeah, so it's you <laughs> and Eli Everfly and Delilah Doom, the Doomfly Barbies against Team Shivine. Oh. <laughs> oh, what a match made in heaven this match is going to be. Right. <laughs> I, you know, there were so many things that were going into play, putting apart this show, and never in the beginning. To be very honest, they they know too. I was never going to wrestle the brothers mm. at the show. That was never part of what I wanted to do, and then it just kind of came organically, and I wasn't going to fight it. It kind of it came very smoothly, and I was like, "This is perfect." And then Shay, oh my god, I can't say enough great things about Shay. I love that man so much. We just had a singles match a couple weeks ago and it was like a Mean Girls theme and we had Mm. the greatest time. And so (laughs) now wrestling them again, especially with Doomfly now, means a lot to me because I've been teaming with Delilah more. Um, We've been being a little team together and now bringing in Eli, which I'm very happy for. I love them both very much. They mean a lot to me. They've done a lot for me personally and in the ring and stuff. So having this match is going to be very special to me. It's going to be very fun. Mm -hmm. Very wild. Things we've <laughs> I'm sure it will be just knowing the people that are in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And those brothers. Wow. I've been through so much with those brothers and it means a lot to me that they're in the show being there for me. They've been with me through a lot of personal stuff and in and outside that ring. So it all coming together for my own promotion of my own show and them wanting to be part of it is very special. So I love those boys. No, I can I can definitely understand that, especially knowing you know that the connection that you know y'all all have with MPW, yeah. as well. You know, just like, this really does feel like like sort of like it's not MPW, but it's MPW like opening its doors to, like all these new people and all these new yeah. identities that are getting a chance to sh- to like step into not MPW store, but your own world that you're creating within my own barbie world that's what exactly I'm really you're building creating. your own dream house yeah i'm literally building my own dream house i remember i went to mcdonald's with Dan, with danny and i was like it's not gonna be mpw nothing against mpw but i want to be <laughs> it's just in the same building so now i have to work like 10 times harder i feel like to create a whole new environment i guess mm-hmm. in this building this building is very special as it is and i wish more people came to this building because it's very fun it's like very intimate and it's 
the fans get really behind it. So I'm hoping that this will bring like new eyes to this area, especially in, like we're in a very odd spot, I would say in Chatsworth. Um, but I remember us talking and I was like, yeah, like I need, it needs to be different. It's me pink and glitter everywhere. <laughs> so I'm even putting like pink soap in the bathrooms, pink trash bags. I'm like doing everything. Like, so I'm trying to decorate the whole building to be like a dream house. Mm-hmm. That's like my inspiration. Yeah, it's a Barbie, but I want everyone to feel like welcome in this new home of wrestling. No, oh, I love the, I love so. the idea, especially all the way down to the trash bags. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really going I'm down to the. I'm even doing like pink snacks. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing like pink circus cookies and like Skittles and like Starbursts. <laughs> I'm really trying to have a whole fun. Like I asked everyone who's working the show, like Ring Crew to wear pink. Mm-hmm. Most wrestling shows, no offense, are all black. Oh yeah. And so I was like, oh, let's create something new and like not different, just something unique in this sense where everyone was going to be hopefully wearing pink that works there and I'll have more pink themed snacks and drinks and stuff. Finding a pink drink is very hard. I'm going to have like sun-kissed strawberry. There you go. I'm having Baja Blast, <laughs> which I thought was so funny to me for some reason. When I was shopping to get the stuff for the show. I was like, Baja Blast, that is so funny. No wrestling show has Baja Blast. <laughs> You can always spring for the uh, the red grapefruit squirt as well. Oh, I guess I could, I could yeah. do that. Carry seven up. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So I'm trying to make it like different than MPW. It's just in the same building. <laughs> no, but I think that's a, a very important aspect of of anything like yeah. this because you know, like there are plenty. No matter like what city you go to, there are promotions that will run in the same building. But it's really important to create a different environment to really encapsulate what you want to present through, through yeah. your lens yeah through it's hard and no it's hard to do that because i don't i don't want to take away from anything from mpw i want it to be its, its own separate thing it's just sharing a building that's so known for mpw that runs weekly since we are the only weekly show but yeah. it's harder i have to really work harder like i said to do it and there's certain things that i can't move you know i can't take things down like you know there's things that are stuck there so now <laughs> i just have to like put something over it <laughs> like oh look, this is the barbie thing over here <laughs> So, it sounds like you have plenty of ideas, though. I so. sometimes a little bit too crazy. I like see. I write things down. I'm like, oh no, no, no! What's wrong with me? Well, you got an example, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because imagine if I want to do it later. I mean, th- that's a good point. That's a good rebuttal. Yeah. I'm just yeah. curious. I think imagine, imagine if I can get a, another building later where I can do crazier things. <laughs> I'm very like <laughs> I'm really like Y2K base. Originally, I like one of my heads was like I should put inflatable furniture somewhere. Oh, but I'm like, yes. but I'm like, where is that going to go? It's going to pop. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to be fun. Honestly, I think I'm just having so much fun doing crazy things. And yes, I wanted to bring my MPW people in there. I didn't want everyone from MPW. I wanted to be like sprinkles yes. of MPW in there. I think I have, because I have the brothers, I have Ray, Diego Valens, um, Miggy Rose, Dustin Daniels, Maximilian Montclair. I think that's... Yeah, good, looking at the looking <laughs> yeah. at the, what you've built out so far, yeah, it's yeah. about right there. Yeah, no. I think I also have representation in every match. I I do believe I have LGBT representation in every match. Yes, yes, you do uh, for yeah. sure. It's there, and and another match that really jumps off the the card for me is that yeah. uh, that four way that you have. <gasps> yes, because oh, I'm so excited for that. If you listen. Like I know that there's so many different like delineations of how like people will like separate out like well this is the this is a certain match like a style yeah. of match or, like this is like you know the a different style of match like 
the quote unquote like just fucking balls to the wall yeah. match, I feel like is is this one. Yeah, Jordan Cruz, G Sharp, oh. Dom Kubrick, and Hunter Gallagher. When you say it out loud, it sounds like a Marvel movie. It sounds oh, when crazy. you see it in the ring, it's gonna be a Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like end game. <laughs> that match is gonna be my end game, I think. <laughs> Now, Hunter is an interesting person to to see on on this show, yes. not necessarily because, like, you know, obviously LA scene, part of the community makes total yeah. sense, you know, but like with him, like his venture with um Ariane Andrew, the the yeah. Poundtown thing they the did Poundtown, in North yes. Hollywood recently, like, you know, it it really feels like you know he's he's really like starting to put his like roots back down in in the LA scene a bit more here recently, like how. I don't want to necessarily single out him itself, but like, yeah. was like, what was the thought process around like choosing people for from the community to to be on this show? I wanted like different people from the community, I guess, and mm. we never actually have met before, and mm. now we like talk every week, which <laughs> I love that because he's very involved in Poundtown, which I love so much. Um, and so I think we're kind of like sisters in that way where we're kind of building our promotions and doing things. And I've seen his work and I was like, you know what? Like, let's go for it. Like, this is seems, he's so talented, mm-hmm. so talented. So I'm happy that he gets to have this kind of <laughs> very different matchup. I know G-Sharp and Jordan have wrestled a lot. <laughs> um, and then Dom, Dom, I can't, I'm like speechless like amazing worker and then putting all four of them together is crazy but i'm happy that hunter are going to represent our community and show them what's <laughs> like what's that exactly show them, show them what's up <laughs> it's my end game no i'm i'm here for it and if anybody like yeah hunter hunter has that has that role now he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna show them up show they're them like the wide. scarlet witch captain marvel of that match hell yes jordan cruz like his wolverine yep it's so. i mean the tattoos already like yes. kind of <laughs> give yes. that away <laughs> yeah i love my jordan cruz love yes. that man just supreme talent up and up and down the board and then another oh, yeah. person like that i really want to shout out that's in the scramble that you have Oh, that cr- wild scramble! <laughs> yes, I mean, obviously, the great names like like, like Dustin Daniels, yeah. you know, from MPW, Damien Desire, <laughs> Jen Savani, Chris Nasty, people that have been just, you know, killing it there. Right. Everly, you know, obviously Maximilian Montclair, and that yes. as well. But a very familiar name from stuff that we've we've talked about already here with from Full Queer with Marco Mayor being Who? in this match as well. Oh, who is it? I'm just kidding. Uh-oh. No, I love Marco. I love you. No, kill me, Marco. Say, I'm just gonna kill me. I love him. I love him so much. We just texted mm. yesterday. About to have a key? Okay. Um... <laughs> I love Marco. Love him. Obviously, like you being a former champion in full queer, yeah. you know, with Milo as Milo Boot Barbie, which by the way, just I love the name of that tag team. It's just too good. Thank um you. very yes. organic, I will say. Side note, that came very organically. I was I was it seems like it did. It did. We met organically. We hit it off. Fireworks immediately. Our first time in a locker room. I think like three months later, Malibu Barbie came to be. So, <laughs> but what what was it like for you to like you know work on his shows and and what they've been doing in terms of like queer visibility and you know yeah. wanting to 
make pro wrestling a more inclusive space there in the Bay Area yeah. to have him come and both him and we also we buried the lead a bit. Poyo Del Mar is hosting this thing. Poyo Del Mar. Oh, I, so yeah, everything so, like, I want to be in more. I want to be Poyo when I grow up. Who doesn't? Yeah. Right. I just hung out with her at Wrestle Drag this past weekend. Amazing. Oh, Fierce. God, love it, love it. But yeah. how how important is it for you to have people like like Marco and Poyo yeah. who have like been putting in the work in other areas of the country here? to like be, come down and like see like be on like the ground floor of what you want to do you know in somewhat of a similar light in yeah. the processing space in LA those two mean a lot to me in different ways you know a quick little backstory I met Marco actually in Texas oh was this we were... at the the San Antonio Pride thing? yeah we did a show okay. out there and we just met in the locker room and we just had instant we were became like besties and then he messaged me to be a part of full queer not too shortly after that so they gave me that great opportunity at full queer with milo um and we, we became tag champions out there for almost a year um it was amazing marco really did a lot for me always took care of me in that locker room it was so fun to be around um we got fast food together i went to his house <laughs> when i was out there i don't know where i'm going so and then they always gave me like such a sp safe spot in that locker room and took care of me and then Poyo i met who always was so sweet and genuine and gave me the opportunity to wrestle for them in Palm Springs. Um, and so that was meant a lot to me that they always took care of me. So I'm, when I was playing this show, I'm like, my show wouldn't be complete without them on it. Mm. And so I was very happy that they were able to do it. You know, that's always a nerve wracking part. That's why Thursdays are a good day sometimes because of all the shows, <laughs> but there's also, it's like bittersweet, but yeah, having that means a lot to me for sure. Mm. You know, you you bring up the um, Pride of the Desert tournament there in Palm yes. Springs. Like we haven't seen that. Obviously, there hasn't been a lot of video footage that have come out of that. But yes. but I'm curious to ask you is you know because we had Poyo on ahead of that show and, and kind mm. of talking about what she wanted to do yeah. with, with that show and you participating on it. Like, what were your takeaways from from being there in Palm Springs for for the first part of the desert? Oh, it was like. So fun. You know, I love being a part of like Pride Festival stuff. It means a lot to me so much to go to those shows and see other members of the community loving what we do and supporting what we do. And then being in the locker room with other people who also support what we do is so important to me because I really am so, people always make fun of me because I'm so lovey-dovey and cheesy, but wrestling should be so, so sweet. I know it's very, what we do is violent and crazy and, but life is already so hard let's not make wrestling harder wrestling itself is already hard you know so i'm like going to these pride shows and see all these people just means the world to me so going to the the poil show was so so special to me to be with different people too wrestling other people that i never really met before in the community was really cool wrestling like a, a drag queen wrestler was so like, such a cool thing i got to do so Yes, that was one thing that really excited me about that show was that you got people from like people that haven't necessarily had the chance to perform in the, yes. in the states, like Laura Dominatrix, like like yes. you're mentioning there, who's just uh, outstanding talent out of Puerto Rico. Yes, um, and also there were a, at least a, at least one or two people that are part of the community but don't really get thought of as part of the community that often. That yeah. we on that show, you know, somebody like Gypsy Mac, who was definitely uh, part of our community, but uh, just. It doesn't really I get counted that often. Love Gypsy Max. She knows I'm in love with her. Mm -hmm. She, I wish her speedy recovery. Likewise, like she, 
she was one of the people I really wanted on my show. And I messaged her. And she said, I'm injured. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Get better faster. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. <laughs> so I love Gypsy Mac. Yes. But yeah, different people who don't get some shout outs and stuff sometimes. I think everyone's amazing in their own way. You know, and like no one's perfect, you know, and I'm always like, we all deserve some flowers at some point and some credit and some love and respect. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to have Alliance for All be about love, representation, kindness, and acceptance with a little bit of violence. But you always got to have a little bit of violence. A little bit of violence. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all right. Consensual yeah. violence is fun. <laughs> Yeah, like going back to Marco and that scramble, mm. it's crazy because I was like, I don't, how many people can I have in the scramble? I'm like, oh, wait, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just go. I, know seven <laughs> I want a different representation because I have Lucha in there. I have the community represented. I have Big Strong, Dustin, and Maximilian. So I just wanted to be an all over the place. Show, mm. show them what you can do. No, I mean, that's what those kind of matches are there for. It's there to like, yeah. you know, spotlight clash of styles like go out there and show show what you can do like you said especially dustin i have a big soft spot for my dusty my little dustin daniels who's that current mpw champion right now Mm -hmm. Uh, and i hope that this brings more eyes to him so young so talented so strong and like i said so nice Mm. such a sweetheart like deserves the world i love my dustin daniels You mentioned like really enjoying being part of these like pride shows and, and these, yeah. um, especially during pride month and yes. that sort of thing. It's obviously like you want to get the first one out of the way and see how things go. You don't want to like look too far ahead, but yeah. do you see AFA as like something that you would want to bring to like uh LA pride sort of thing? Yes. Or, yeah. That is something I'm working on. Okay. I am okay. trying to hopefully do something during the month of pride. Um, selfishly, it's also my birthday month. <laughs> That's my time to shine. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping, you know, I want to hopefully figure that out or see what I could do and, or even just run a really big show in the LA area that month or even at the MPW building, doesn't matter to me. I definitely want to do my best of a pride show. Um, but I, I know it's hard during the month of pride as an, <laughs> an LGBT wrestler, there's more shows and there's more things that happen. Yeah. Um, but I want to bring in more people. You know, I definitely want to bring in um, Effie and Alley Catch and Sheik, Thrussy. I want to bring in Bussy. That's actually a match that people have told me they want a lot is Milo Barbie versus Bussy. Oh. Um, which would, I think would be so great. So funny. That would be very, very fun. So I'm hoping to bring more people in like that um, down the line. Um, they've done great things for the community. And I want people like that for my show who bring good energy and good things for our community and our representation. So I'm hoping for the month of pride, it could be a big, I don't know, something fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can understand the hope. And, and yeah. you know, I think that obviously like that is a perfect time to kind of have the, this larger idea of like bringing mm-hmm. in some of these larger names from the community and that sort of thing, yeah. especially for, for LA pride. I mean, that, that whole, like pride in LA is already huge. Huge. You know? Like it's always around happen. my birthday, which kind of <laughs> like it's always like on my birthdays, like the parade or something. I'm like, oh god, kidding? I I'm can like, only imagine. It's gonna take me four hours to park. The festival's <laughs> by the time I get there. <laughs> so I'm not that far from LA, which is nice. So that's good. like I'm like 45 minutes away from like West Hollywood area, so it's okay. not too bad. 
Yeah, because yeah. I'm like 25 minutes away from the NPW building, so I'm I'm in a good <laughs> good spot. Good, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Barbie, as we uh, kind of wind down here a little bit, like I just want to ask, like, you have the first show on the 29th. Yeah. What Leap are you Pierre. hoping? Yes, the Pierre. What are you hoping that people that attend this show mm-hmm. take away from it? as you try and build AFA into, into something that is, you know, has this inclusive ethos to it. Yeah. I hope it brings people joy, honestly. And I hope people feel the love of the locker room and the wrestlers and the environment. Um, Yeah. There's gonna be crazy matches and crazy things going on. um, But I want the fans to feel like fulfilled that they're able to see so many different people represented people of color women lgbt like i'm just hoping that and straight allies who i don't believe get enough credit in the wrestling business Hmm. um, who support us and let us know and show us that we are equal we're not less than um them so i'm hoping that fans can feel that that we're all there together as a family just trying to put on a good show and great matches for everyone involved um so i hope people leave happy fun and like i want people to have good memories leaving that like the show and hopefully they make friends within other fans and I hope they leave covered in glitter. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I think that that's something that you will have a, a good chance of, of have happen. Yes. To them, I'm like so. Kesha and a wrestler. Yes. There's <laughs> glitter everywhere. So I hope that's what fans <laughs> leave with, that they have glitter like, Oh, AFA. You, like, you've uh, been warned. You've been yes. warned everyone that it's going that's what to happens go to when you wrestle me. When you yep. wrestle, you're you're covered in glitter for months. People always tell me, Barbie, I'm so glitter on me. We wrestled three months ago. I don't know what to tell you. Yep. You'll always think of me now. <laughs> so that's my that's my ploy. If I cover people with glitter, they'll never forget AFA. <laughs> you have a lasting effect on the yeah, people. Yeah, I'm putting glitter everywhere. <laughs> Things are gonna be scented. Things it's gonna be crazy in there. I I love the I love all of these ideas so much, Barbie. Thank you again for for taking the time to come on the show and for creating not just like an inclusive space for for wrestling, but you know another space where like we can see LGBTQ leadership in the pro wrestling space as well. You Thank know that's you. I think Appreciate that's an incredibly valuable thing for as, as our community continues to grow and and get infused into this pro wrestling space, not just as wrestlers but also as as fans too so it's yeah. really commendable what you're doing and i'm excited to see what y'all do on the 29th and, and going forward uh on Thank this you. journey that you're starting i appreciate it so much it's a scary journey i'm gonna make mistakes and things are gonna like but what can you do you know we're all gonna have a good time and i'm really excited for this next chapter exactly exactly yeah. can't be afraid to make mistakes yeah can't it's all gonna afraid. be fun it's all yep. gonna be fun and i'm like, very excited so i really appreciate everything that you do as well so thank you Oh, thank you very much. Barbie, let everybody know where they can find you online and where they can get more information about AFA and and where they can grab tickets for for this show too. Tickets will be available at the door, um, but you can come and check me out on Instagram, the underscore Barbie underscore boy, and then Alliance for All. Same thing on Instagram, Alliance for All Wrestling. Um, You'll see it under my profile and everything too. You'll see a lot of pink, glitter, Y2K throwbacks. So if you like some good throwbacks and nostalgia, definitely give me a follow. You'll see some Jessica Simpson, Mean Girls, mm-hmm. Legally Bald, and with wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I The vibe is very upfront. And yes, you should know what you're going to get yourself into it when you see it. You're like, oh, wow, this is it. 
Here we go. Oh, yes. This is year oh, 2003. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. but yeah, please come check it out. If anyone has any questions, please feel free to message me in the account. I will always respond. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Barbie. Thank you. My thanks once again to Barbie for taking the time out to come on to the show, talk talk to us all about you know his work in pro wrestling, talk about AFA. Again, that show uh, happens on February 29th, uh, the leap year day <laughs> um, down in Chatsworth. Uh, seems like it's going to be really exciting. You know, the card looks great. I wish I could be down there, honestly, but I'm sure that they are going to have an absolute blast. And if you're there in attendance the same will be said for, for your experience as well. So definitely check that out there. Um, as I said in the opening, check us out on patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod for, if you want to support us in that way, you can do so over there. We have you know, a few different tiers um, to, for support, whether you want to just, you know, have your name featured on the show or you want to access all of our bonus shows, including our upcoming one talking about Sandy Parker alongside Cheryl Dunye's, uh, film The Watermelon Woman from 1996. Um, you can go over there and support that way. Obviously, financial support is not always feasible for everyone, and I totally, totally understand that. Um, so, of course, word of mouth, rating and reviewing on your podcast platform of choice, those things are free ways that always help us out here. And honestly, we can't thank you enough for any form of support that you show for the show. It's just, it's amazing. The, the, what all of y'all do to continue, you know, supporting and spreading the word about the show and, you know, the growth that we continue to see is just really amazing. And I don't ever want to take that for granted, honestly. Um, thank you all so much for real, for sure. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week though. Come back next week. We'll have uh, another, uh, awesome guest, another great interview, but until then, y'all stay messy, wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated and boosted if at all possible. Same goes for monkeypox. And please continue to not let WWE off of the hook. Everybody's ready to die. Bye. Everybody's ready to die. They didn't see it coming from the top of the bridge. You made a deal with the